1: Welcome to Season Watch with Wendy Scott where we observe the things coming on the earth through biblical binoculars because the Bible is both timely and timeless. With her master's degree in rhetoric and writing skills, Wendy is a part-time college professor but a full-time truth professor. She believes the word of God is his perfect revelation including a young earth six-day creation as well as the global flood inundation and that Israel is God's chosen nation. Faith alone in Jesus is salvation. The true church rapture comes pre tribulation followed by Christ's millennial domination and his eternal kingdom with earth's regeneration. Jesus is coming without hesitation. And now here's Wendy with today's topic.
2: Hello friends. Thank you for joining me again uh, for Season Watch. And of course I want to start with prayer. Uh, Jesus, I just thank you on this Christmas Eve Um, I know there's people out there that are hurting But there's also people out there that have so much And we pray that you get those people together That you use the spirit of this time to be a blessing And to draw all men to you, Lord Help us to be part of that plan Help us to shine our lights for you, God And to scan around us and see where we can be a blessing We give all these things uh, to you in your son's name Amen All right, so Merry Christmas Eve, thank you for joining me today and of course I want to give a quick reminder that this is still a great time to grab my book, The Lost, A Story of Christmas. It's available on Amazon and you can still get it at Sea Christ Christian Bookstore if you haven't been down there in Lemon Grove. It's a great store. I love to go down there and pick up gifts and all kinds of study materials and uh, anything that you need you can find down there. Uh, but you can't get it now because it's Christmas Eve and they won't be open again until after Christmas. Uh, but you can go to the K Praise web page for Season Watch, and you can get all the links to my website, email, and also the link to my book on Amazon. They'll get it to you pretty quick. I urge you to pick it up for yourself or for someone else who likes to read. It's Christian fiction, and um, I just want to tell you that the loss: A Story of Christmas. My book is not a typical Christmas book because the story and the challenges that this family faces apply year-round. Um, I felt inspired to set it at Christmas time in order to connect the theme of being lost to the majestic true story of Christmas, and that is the amazing story that our loving God stepped down from heaven to search for us Himself and to make a way to bring us back to him. And in my book, there are several storylines that converge on Christmas Day, including a desperate search, a rescue mission, and a hunt for a hero. So uh, the story follows this family of events and carries through After the new year. So if you haven't started reading it, there's still time because just like real life, the story goes on after Christmas. Um, and that's the point. The book is about how ordinary people manage to face their life challenges by relying on their faith. And it inspires the reader to consider how would you live Every day, if you really believed. And the wonder of Christmas time captures the amazing majesty and wisdom of God's gift through his son. It is the story of the great glory and joy when the king of kings humbled himself to be born as a helpless baby because of his great love for us. Conversely, it's also the story of great sorrow and grief for the terrible sacrifice that our sins required, compelling our loving creator to give himself and to suffer in our place. That's the message of Christmas. Our God's sacrificial love triumphs over sin and death for us. It's too amazing. And friends, if you've been listening to Season Watch these past few weeks, you've heard me urging you to take the opportunity that this time of year presents and to tell people however you can about God's love for us and Jesus. I've had several opportunities and I'm telling you, people's hearts are open. Anything, Just Merry Christmas or God bless you or, you know, God loves you and how are you doing today? And just start a conversation and see what God will do. It's his job to open the door. So please give him a chance. It's not too late. Um, And I don't want any of you to misunderstand my joy over this Christmas season. Um, I certainly know that in all likelihood Jesus was born months earlier than when we traditionally celebrate it, probably around the Feast of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah but it doesn't really matter when he was born. The scripture doesn't provide a definite date. What matters is that God has taken whatever narrative that humans have attached to this holiday and infused it with deep meaning as the traditional celebration that honors the moment his dear son entered the world to perform his great salvation for us. And the Western world is inextricably focused on all the traditions, nostalgia, and everything that Christmas brings. Our Christmas songs and Some of the most beautiful, powerful, most doctrinal hymns of the world has ever heard, and the people— and all walks of life that are familiar with, and even the sentiments about them and their amazing message of the Savior's birth. So uh, we've certainly infused so much tradition into this time. And so I urge you to uh, not to miss the majesty of what this Christmas time really means. And so tomorrow, I speak of this joy to everyone you meet, all the way up until New Year, and friends, we shouldn't stop. Whatever humans may have done wrong with Christmas, God clearly has appointed this season for his own purposes and for the whole month we we're able to talk about his son Jesus so um, I'm decided. I'm going to put off this week the original topic I had planned: seven prophecies that prove Jesus is the Messiah. And I'm certainly hoping that message will get out to any Jewish people when I uh, do it next week, um, especially Jewish people who love God and who might be curious about the claim that Jesus or Joshua Yeshua was indeed their long-promised Messiah. So listen, uh, look for that next week, and then hopefully, if you know any Jewish people, you could send the link to them. But This week, uh, let's fasten our truth belts and remember the Christmas story as we talk about Jesus, the Savior's. Birth. First, to really examine the significance of this miraculous event, I want to look at some of these amazing Christmas carols we hear and sing every year through. I'm going to resist singing them to you, but uh, they deserve a good look because I believe that God inspired men who love God dearly to write these songs. I believe that they were so amazed by the majesty of what he had done that they faithfully detailed the narrative from the scriptures and beautifully interpreted the significance that they held in God's plan. Of salvation. I want to look at the popular verses from some of these beautiful gar- carols. So, for example, let's look at O Holy Night. So, here's some of the verses from O Holy Night. Uh, sing along if you know them. Uh, o Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining. "'Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth.'" Isn't that amazing? "'A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, "'for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. "'Fall on your knees, O hear the angel voices, "'O night divine, O night when Christ was born. "'Truly he taught us to love one another. "'His law is love and his gospel is peace.'" Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. And then it goes on to say, Christ is the Lord, praise his name forever. And those are just some of them. But isn't that amazing that these men, whenever that was written, uh, you know, maybe a couple hundred years ago— that they recognized that God was delivering in his son not just salvation, but freedom and equality. The slave is our brother. And I especially like the line previously that said, Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Oh, isn't that beautiful? I believe that's inspired. All right, here's another one most people— have fun singing this one, but they, they check out. They don't know all the words. So, God rest ye merry gentlemen. I usually like to do this one with a Scottish accent, oddly enough. But um, So, it's the goes, God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Isn't that amazing? The recognition to save us all from Satan's power. When we were gone astray Friends, I think that people used to read the Bible A lot more closely We get these little eyedroppers Of the Bible at little different times We get Maybe, maybe you're at a church Where they're just giving you these little eyedroppers We're going to look at two scripture today I don't know um, But I feel like the comprehension Of the breadth of the entire Bible Was better understood By a certain period of time I don't know this period of time As soon as the Bible was made available People started devouring it and making connections and seeing the patterns of the whole story throughout history. And that's just one little line uh, that <laughs> to save us all from Satan's power when we had gone astray. I also love the, the verse, um, the song, What Child Is This? So, what child is this who, laid to rest on Mary's lap, is sleeping? Whom angels greet with anthems sweet, while shepherds watch are keeping? This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him la- laud, the babe, the son of Mary. Why lies he in such mean a state where where ox and ass are feeding? Good Christians fear for sinners here. The silent word is pleading. Nails and spear shall pierce him through the cross before for me, for you. Hail, hail, the word made flesh the babe, the son of Mary. Isn't that amazing insight? Nails and spears shall pierce him through the cross before, for me, for you. Hail, hail, the word made flesh. Isn't that amazing? So bring him incense, gold, and myrrh, come pleasant king to own him. The king of kings salvation brings. Let loving hearts Enthrone him, isn't that beautiful? and then uh, let's take a look at hark, hark, the angels sing, and this one is remarkably full. Uh, most of us only know the first few stanzas, but we it's worth knowing. Um, hark, the herald, angels sing, glory to the newborn king, peace on earth, and mercy, mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies, with angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Christ by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord. Late in time behold him come, offspring of the virgin's womb, veiled in flesh the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity. Pleased with us in flesh to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Doesn't he deserve it? Hail the heavenly prince of peace. Hail the son of righteousness, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by, born that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth Born to give them second birth. Come, desire of the nations, come, fix us thy humble home. Rise the woman's conquering seed, bruise in us the serpent's head. Now display thy saving power, ruined nature, now restore. And it goes down Adam's likeness, Lord, efface, stamp your image in its place, second Adam from above, reinstate us in your love. And then it ends with reformed in each believing heart. Hark, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Listen to the doctrine in that all the way through. Remember, we even talked last week about um, the first prophecy, and we're going to go into that a little bit. That the woman's seed. You see how they they've they've taken the thread of His Majesty from throughout in the entire Bible, throughout from the very beginning, and. Um, If you missed last week's um, description of Jesus, who is Jesus, I urge you to go back and listen to that and send it out to your friends because it really looks uh, detailed at who is Jesus, how is he qualified to be our substitutionary sacrifice, and um, and when we see the beauty of his entire story, it's amazing. And these these are just some of the carols. They're full of doctrine, and I pray you uh, listen to them, urge you to listen to them, take a long look at them again. Um, and most people find them very, very um, traditional and encouraging and imbued with a lot of, of power. So friends, I could go on exploring these beautiful words and the doctrine that these Inspired songwriters have written to praise God's amazing gift of salvation and the wondrous birth of his dear son, servant, Jesus, Yeshua, Joshua, um, the amazing promise. And it's too amazing that our creator came in the flesh, born to die so that we can live eternally in God's glorious kingdom. Listen, humans could not make this up. Even if a human did, they could not coordinate that thread of this mystery throughout the ages, through prophecies from many different writers from many different ages in many different places. Humans did not plan this plan of salvation. They certainly couldn't make it happen. Um, in fact, Christ's birth and death are undeniable historical truths documented through the artifacts, prophecies, eyewitness testimonies, and most of all, this one story changed the world. That's how we know it's true. It completely changed the world. We even changed our our dating system, every the whole world has changed. And you know what? This story still changes lives because it's so remarkable. You know, as Westerners, we're kind of used to it, and I urge you to wake up to the majesty of it again. But many people, have you ever run into somebody who appears to be from another country? You don't understand this is new to them. So please don't uh, hold back from sharing the beauty of this message that the only thing you have to do to receive salvation and eternal life from God is to receive His gift. Please tell people there are so many faiths that don't have just that simple understanding of the gospel. They all have to earn it themselves. This is a, a standout in in the world of faith. It's the only faith that guarantees salvation and eternal life, and it's through one name only, Jesus. Just by faith alone in what He did, and He did it for you. You don't have to do anything but receive it. Everything else comes at as a, a response to his love, and so um, we know that no one made this up, and we know that this is the truth because there's so much history and documentation. And so last week we looked at Genesis 3.15. We just kind of mentioned that uh, God's first promise that he would send a Savior to redeem all humanity from death. Um, we also looked at the promise of the birth of the Messiah as Emmanuel, which is literally in Hebrew, God with us. It means Em-a-im, means with Emmanuel. Uh, Anu means us, and then El means God. So it actually doesn't mean God is with us because of how Hebrew works. It literally means God with us, and he made sure we didn't even misinterpret that. That's who Jesus is, God with us, and we see that certainly in the book of John. I had a great conversation with an ex-Jehovah's Witness the other day, and she didn't even understand that her Bible was a recent translation that changed all the identity of Jesus. And so be prepared to talk to people of different faiths. I want you to know to be armed for talking to them. The the line in the sand, the thing that makes true Christianity different is that God himself became a man, and that Jesus is the Son of God who gave himself for us. And so, um, we look at the birth of the Messiah in Isaiah 7, 14, as it was prophesied. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And then uh, we also took a look last week at the great promise of the birth of the Son of God, found in Isaiah 9, 6-7. through 7. It's one of Our favorites at Christmas time? For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, There will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And so just by reading the scripture alone, there's no doubt that Jesus is God. The Messiah is El Gibor, mighty God. And there's no doubt in the Hebrew. Um, We see all these promises and many more fulfilled and converging in the gospel record of Jesus' birth. So let's take a look at these again in honor of the season. I think we should do it. I hate it when I go to church and on Christmas and they don't even talk about the, the one time a year that we should talk about this amazing record in the Gospels. And Remember the great significance imbued in this long-awaited moment in history. It had been prophesied for like 1,500, more than, it has been prophesied for about 4,000 years at that point. Uh, so let's take a look at this again. We're going to start with the genealogy of Matthew. I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. We're going to start in Matthew 1, 18. All right, remember? All right. Now, the birth of Jesus was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, had decided to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this is done that it might be fulfilled with which is spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgins shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife. And he did not know her until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. And then in chapter 22, it begins, um, where is he who has been born of the king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where Christ was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this it was written by the prophet. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with his mother Mary fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And then being divinely warned in a dream they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And when they had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I Bring you word, for Herod shall seek the young child to destroy him. Satan's always trying to kill God's plan, right? And then if we look at Luke, we're going to start um, that Jesus, uh, the narrative of Jesus in Luke, which fills a lot of historical detail in because Luke was a good historian, so he adds a lot of that, and um, he used the he inspires followers to know Jesus after this account. So we'll see in Luke two one. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. And we know that they went down. So Joseph went from Galilee uh, down to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for him at the inn. And now uh, there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch of their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. And the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. For you, unto you, this day is born in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, good will toward men. And so it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the angel the shepherds said, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. be about the Father's business, and keep telling others of his amazing story. And uh, I just want to urge you to consider these things. I want to look at We Three Kings quickly because the amazing story of the whole gospel is in We Three Kings. We Three Kings of Orient are, bearing gifts, traverse afar, field and fountain, moor and mountain, following yonder star, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. Born a king on Bethlehem's plain, Gold I bring to crown him again, king forever, ceasing never, over us all to reign. And then you skip down, it says Myrrh is mine, its bitter perfume breathes a life of gathering gloom, sorrowing, sighing, bleeding, dying, sealed in stone, cold tomb. Glorious now, behold him arise, king and God and sacrifice. Alleluia. Hallelujah. And uh, we want to share this. And if you haven't received Jesus yet, please don't wait. He wants to save you for your sins. That was the point of Him coming and dying. God loves you so much. He has a good plan for your life. Please take the time and accept Jesus' payment for your sin. There's no better time than right now. He loves you so. Thank you so much, friends. And we'll. See you next time for Season Watch as we look at seven prophecies that prove Yeshua, Jesus, was the Messiah. God bless you all, and Merry Christmas.
1: Join Wendy Scott every Saturday at 3 p.m. on praise for another episode of Season Watch. Previous episodes can be found through the K Praise podcast platform, where you can also access Wendy's other platforms and contact links. Please email Wendy with show comments, questions, or suggestions at wscott at mywordsforhim.com or visit her website at mywordsforhim.com for additional resources. Watch other teachings on her Rumble channel. Wendy's words for him. Her fiction novel, The Lost, A Story of Christmas, can be found on Amazon. Until next week, watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man.